0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. I'm Jacob Stoller from the Hockey News alongside George Nassios. As always, getting you set for 11 games of NHL action on Thursday evening from a betting and gambling analysis standpoint. Lots of value, lots of odds, player props. You know the deal. Let's start with the Dallas Stars visiting the Ottawa Senators. Stars are heading to this one on a bit of a lull. That's very uncharacteristic for them.
1: Yeah, the suddenly slumping Dallas Stars. Um no kidding. I love the value here. I love the value on the Stars, the better team. 1.62 to 1 on the money line to beat the, the Sens on the road. They've lost three in a row, the Dallas Stars. It's just the second time this season they've lost 3-0. They haven't lost four in a row the whole campaign. So there's an angry Dallas team going into Ottawa, haven't lost four in a row all year. I don't see it happening tonight. They've been very competitive in their losses. Two of those losses have needed extra time. One went to OT, one went to a shootout. And then they lost the 3 1 to the Rangers the other night. The third goal was an empty netter. The teams they lost to were Edmonton, Boston, and the Rangers during this skid. Those teams are ranked third, fourth, and ninth overall in the NHL, respectively. The Sens, they're 27th overall in the league. So do I expect the Stars to rebound here with a win? I absolutely do. Dallas hasn't lost a single game to a team outside the playoff picture. Picture in the last month, the Sens are well outside the playoff picture. And the Sens, after going on a nice little run there, going seven, one, and two in ten games, they now lost three of four. So hosting this Dallas team that's hungry for win, I'll be very, very, very surprised if Dallas doesn't come out with a victory here.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think also too, like Dallas is one of those teams where all year long not only have they not lost you know four in a row or whatnot but they're pretty solid like they don't they don't take many they don't dip for a reason like they're very well built even if one line isn't rolling the other one kind of carries the slack and i think there's a lot of motivation with this group so i I completely agree i mean yeah uh, the senators are such even though they've been playing better hockey lately like uh, they, they're not playing good enough to convince me that they're going to upset a very determined star. Season.
1: They have been. I agree with you. They've been better late. Even like like I said, they lost three of four. They lost the tight one to Florida the other night, 3-2. So they've been playing better. But Dallas is going to really want this win. And another thing on top of everything, Dallas is a great road team. I think only mm-hmm. two teams in the league have more road wins than the stars this season. So I just... I just don't see Ottawa coming out with a win in this one. And I, I like the value. It's not outstanding, but at 1.62 to 1, I thought yeah. the, the stars would be a bigger favorite. So bet that one at BetMGM stars on the money line.
0: I like it. Moving on. The New York Rangers are visiting the New Jersey Devils. The Rangers are on fire, man, winning eight in a row entering tonight's contest.
1: Yeah, the, the Rangers have been playing outstanding. They're the best team in the NHL, undefeated, unblemished record in the whole month of February. Um, one thing to watch out for, Artemi Panarin, it looks like he's not going to play tonight unless um, you might have found out some news more recently than me, but um, he's got an undisclosed injury and it seems like he didn't skate in practice. It seems like he's going to be left at a lineup. I still like the Rangers to win tonight. They're paying 1.91 to 1 to win this rivalry matchup with the Devils in New Jersey. Um, Devils just continue to be inconsistent as has been their kind of modus operandi all season. They're coming off a 6-2 loss. Washington so Mm -hmm. for me personally whether Panarin's playing or not I'm still rolling with the red hot Rangers since Jack Hughes returned to the lineup Devils haven't really like that hasn't really propelled them to another level they've won just three of seven games since their main man's return so and I think New York's still got some probably lingering anger and angst towards the Devils for losing that first round matchup to New Jersey in seven games last year the young useful Devils beat the way more experienced the Rangers team in the first round in seven games mm-hmm. um New York beat them in the first matchup of the season in November 5-3 and I think they're just probably still upset about that and I think they'll give the Devils a pretty good beating tonight personally
0: yeah I agree I think it's time we stop thinking that this is the Devils team of last year like this is like what we're seeing now like this is the Devils like Lindy Ruff said the other night about and like it was kind of taken as a shot but i think what he said it was really put things into perspective but how like they're probably the only team in the nhl with a rookie running the power play like mm-hmm. on the point and yeah. it, it, like their their d is so young and it's promising it's great but like let's look at this year for what it is this is a young team that's hit a bump and i i, I don't think even with all the names they have the firepower it's just not clicking i'll get i'll granted nico he has really picked it up offensively recently um, but like Timo Meyer has been just such a disappointment. Real this, big disappointment. Like, yeah. I mean, that's gonna be something to monitor that long-term deal. But yeah, it's just it, it hasn't worked, and I think you gotta go with the hot hand here. Yeah, and the Rangers are a
1: great road team. And conversely, only three teams in the East have worse home records than the doubles this year. So ride the hot hands until they give you a reason not to. Really good odds. Take the Rangers on the money line, paying 1.91 to 1 up in MGM.
0: Good stuff. All right. Next up, the Florida Panthers are visiting the Carolina Hurricanes. Florida usually has uh, Carolina's number in these matchups. Yeah, you know what? We're
1: getting a lot of uh, rematches of playoff series from last year. So if you remember last season, the Panthers swept the Hurricanes when they met in the playoffs um, on the run to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, Florida's won five in a row, but obviously four of those was, was the sweep when they faced each other in the playoffs. All those four wins though came by only a single goal. Two needed overtime. If you remember the hurricanes last year, and even this year, because Florida's yeah. beaten once this year, Carolina's had a ton of injuries to deal with. Whether it's goaltending, um, Svechnikov's been in and out of the lineup. Obviously, he was out for that series last year. He was out for the he got injured and missed the most of the playoffs. So um, Carolina's about as healthy as they can be at this point. I think they're gonna respond there at home. I like Carolina at home here on the money line to winning. Uh, they pay 1.87 to one. So it's probably be a really tight game. It's a bit of a coin flip, but I think Carolina responds with a fully healthy lineup with a win here. Um, Panthers are red hot. Look, they've won six in a row, but the Canes have also won three straight and Canes have won eight of their last 11 at home. So I kind of like the home, home side here. They've had two full days of rest they're 9 and 4 in games this season when they've had two full days of rest. So, yeah. I'm siding with Carolina here tonight.
0: I like that. Yeah, these it's a big this is a big Eastern Conference matchup. Like since January Jeez. 1st, Florida's the best team of the East and second is is Carolina. And I think for me like you mentioned about how they're as healthy as they can be, that's very true, but also they're getting the most out of guys that like they need to take a step. Like Seth Jarvis has been great since January 1. He's got 19 points in 18 games. Marty Nietzsche, he, he can be kind of streaky, but he's getting things together. And then it's funny, like, you know, Terra Vine was kind of, at one point, like on the fourth line, like they're pretty deep at wing. But he started picking things up too. Everything is really clicking for them, and that's what they need. Um, yeah, the team guys just
1: like step up on that team. Jack Drury, uh, Jordan Martinuk. Um, yeah. You know, some guys go away like uh Kokaniemi. It's very Kokaniemi. He's like this Invisible. year but other guys just kind of step up in under the radar. As always, I feel like Sebastian Ajo is having a great season. Oh yeah. a, a terrific Criminally season. underrated. Yeah. Two way player. Um, and he's up there. I don't know if he's in top 20 in scoring, but I'm sure he's top 30 or top 25. And this guy never really gets his due. You know, his wingers have been missing a lot, um, whether it's injury or just slumps. He gets different guys all the time. Sometimes he doesn't get the best guys. And this guy just always finds a way to produce. And, As always with Carolina, I love that defense. I mean, their
0: defense. Oh yeah.
1: It's funny those these two teams. I think Florida's a bit tougher and rougher and more built for the playoffs. But these teams are very similar analytically. These are analytic darlings. They fire a ton of shots on the net and they don't allow a lot of shots the other way. So it'll be a good game. But I just I like the home side to get one back tonight.
0: Yeah, I agree. Honestly, Sebastian Aho is so underrated. Like he's the closest. I'm gonna be careful here, but bear with me. He's the closest thing we've seen to like Datsuk stylistically where like there's the skill and he leverages it defensively I'm talking about that aspect like Aho is a beautiful like the way he handles his stick in not offensive situations is unbelievable like I think Aho is I, I'm a huge fan of Aho I love him doesn't have the 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 point production or the raw skill of, of the magic man but I think it's close so yeah. we mentioned how since January 1st second bet the, the best team in the East Panthers second is Carolina now, I bet in GM the odds for them to win the East are 5.25 to 1 for the Panthers and 6 to 1 for the Hurricanes. What do you think about that value?
1: Well, very similar, right? Very similar. And uh, yeah. I think these might, like, besides the odds, I think, in my opinion, yeah, these might be the two top two teams to choose from when you're choosing which team's going to represent the East in the Stanley Cup final. Um, and it's tough to choose from. I like the odds for both of them. I think they're both worth a bet. I mean, if you put ten bucks on each, you're spending twenty bucks, and you're either getting 52 dollars fifty back or sixty dollars back. So you're winning either yeah. way. Um, that's probably what I'd do if I was making a bet here. If I had to choose one, I might just go with Carolina, man. I, it might just be their time. It might be their turn. Um, I think Florida is a bit more built for the playoffs. I love Carolina's defense. I mean. Florida proved Bobrovsky proved the goaltending last year in the playoffs. And there's a bit more questions with Carolina when it comes to the goaltending. I think Carolina's probably got a bit more depth up front and on D though. And, but I think Florida's more physical and built for the playoffs. I just think it might be, it might be Carolina's turn.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I think I would side with Florida. um, Just the rate that they're going, but yeah, I, I, it's weird because I actually don't see. Even though Carolina has a decent amount of assets, I don't see either team making a splash at the deadline. Maybe Carolina picks up a piece. I, I still don't really see it. They're pretty conservative and, and big picture uh, in terms of like they're not going to go all in for one run and like to save their assets for the for the um for the off season and stuff. So yeah, um, I don't think either roster will significantly change from now until the regular season. So. I think I'm going to keep my money on the Panthers, just the way that they're playing. But it's close. And and whatever happens tonight is going to definitely sway the odds in some degree, I would think. Right, right, probably. Next up, the Montreal Canadiens are heading to Pittsburgh to play the Penguins. Things are not going well in Pittsburgh. Uh, Sky is falling. A lot of questions about what the future is going to be. They're not winning. Um, And they are not playing good hockey. What do you do you think that this is a, a gimmick game for them or the Canadian's gonna pounce on a team losing I mean them? look if
1: if Pittsburgh loses
0: tonight oh. wow
1: I, I mean know. wow if they lose tonight but I can't it's I can't be confident in them. Like they're they've just been a mess of late. They've lost five of their last six. Um Jake Gensel, they're I mean I was going to say their best goal scorer right now in city crosby has got like 32 year goals this year. Cause nobody else is scoring, but Jake Gensel kind of been their best goal scorer the past couple of years. He's out of the lineup for a while longer and I don't know. They just can't get it together, but they should win tonight, but I'm picking the Habs to keep it close. Give me the Habs on the puck line plus 1.5. As long as they lo- don't lose by two goals or more, you're getting paid 1.87 to one at that MG. The Habs play the penguins pretty tough historically. They've won three of the last five head-to-head matchups between the two. And their two losses came in overtime in a shootout. So they kept those losses within a goal. So I just don't trust Pittsburgh right now. Um, You know, Crosby can I mean, if they lose tonight, though, man, they they have to make moves. And I don't know what moves you make. They've handcuffed themselves a bit. Um, Malkin had a good start to the season. He has not played well or produced well of late. Um, the, the Carlson experiment, just, he had a, he had an, for not his early career for, but for the last four seasons of his career, he had an outlier season last
0: year. Yes, You know, 100%. he wasn't
1: going to be able to keep that up and that, that contract, even though they got it, he's getting paid, I think 11.5 and they're only responsible for 10 on the cap because San Jose is picking up part of that contract. Big ticket. It's a huge ticket, man. And, um, yeah. they're in trouble. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm sad to see it because I'm a huge Crosby fan. I'm not sad to see it because I'm not a big Kyle Dubis fan. Um, so, um, yeah. but when we're talking about tonight, I just can't. I can't come. First of all, the odds for the Penguins to win the uh, the value just isn't there. Just for for them to pick them to win on the money line, and I'm not picking them to win by two or more because they've shown they can't yeah. even win games recently. So, give me the Habs on the puck line to at least keep it close.
0: Yeah, the Penguins are like one of the worst NHL, one of the worst teams in NHL this month, and yeah. I, I just to me it's like okay, even Dubas coming out and saying what he said about how they might make some moves, whatever. Like I don't, I don't think this is a group where like they need a spark. I think they're just not built properly right now, and it's just not working. Like Malkin isn't the same. Latang is is definitely on the, like he's still the is still an effective player so is gino but they're just not the same as they were in their prime and like that's yeah. a huge drop off and they're so top heavy like their bottom six is terrible yeah terrible.
1: yeah like, it's a guys, business. guys filling in because of injuries and stuff and yeah it's just like if I you think mean,
0: montreal is skinny up front like you know the penguins might give them a run for their money and that's where yeah. it's a mismatch too just in this isolated game
1: yeah i mean sid i mean sid can only carry the team so much he's 36 years old now and uh, it's tough to see man he's uh i mean from a player i've seen from the start of his career when i was really into hockey to the end i mean he's probably my favorite player i've ever watched he's just unbelievable like the guy is so dedicated to his craft impossible like kind of not to like the guy so competitive and it's tough and sad to see right now you know they collapsed at the end of last season not to make the playoffs they should have been in they collapsed and this season it doesn't even look like you know they're going to finish in the top 10 never mind the top eight i mean there's still a lot of time though but at this point can't i can't trust them right now i'm going to take the halves on the puck line tonight
0: next up the colorado avalanche are visiting the detroit red wings um big time win for colorado against vancouver Last game, they've won three of their last four back on track after losing four in a row.
1: Yeah, old school rivalry to the late 90s, early 2000s here between the Avs and the Red Wings. And the Red Wings, you know, suddenly coming uh, back in the, the, you know, foray of competitive teams because uh, they've been, they haven't been the Red Wings we've known for the past uh, seven years. You know, they've missed the playoffs for the last six, seven years. So they've got a playoff spot in the East right now. Um, They got one of the last two wild card spots. Uh, Colorado was kind of in a bit of a slump there for a bit. They had lost four in a row, but like you said, they've rebounded. Three wins in their last four. Huge win over the Canucks in their last game. Not a high octane, lot of firepower game. They won three one. Third goal was an empty netter, so it was a two one game. And uh, third goal, Nathan McKinnon managed to get an, an assist and exp- extend his uh, home point streak to every game this season so he's got a point in every home game obviously this one's on the road but I think Nate Mack's gonna pick it up too I like the abs I'm, I'm gonna ride the hot hand here um they're paying 1.74 to 1 to win at BetMGM on the money line they seem to be back on track to me and another thing they own Detroit I know this Detroit team's gotten better and better each year but they've won 10 straight against the Red Wings so I'm not gonna bet against them here that's for sure I'd watch out for Nathan McKinnon to have a big win tonight. Uh only held to assist last game. I think he's gonna do a bit more tonight.
0: Yeah, it's hard to disagree with Nate Mack. Um so here's the thing with with McKinnon now. Like the, the odds 2.85 to one for the heart, they're shrinking a little bit. Or sorry, they're they're getting larger.
1: They're getting longer. Yeah. The odds longer. are getting getting longer, which means more people are betting other guys to win the heart, and the odds makers aren't so sure he's gonna win it anymore. A lot of season left. I don't even know who I'd pick. I don't want to – for the full season, I still think it's Nathan McKinnon. I like him. I think he's going to get – I don't even think he's in a slump. He has seven points in his last four games. But before that, he went pointless in a few. I think he's going to turn it back on starting tonight. Red Wings games usually involve the over-under for this game was set at a pretty high seven goals. So that's why I stayed away from it. I think he's going to tally tonight. He only got one goal in his last seven. So I expect him to bust out tonight. Expect a goal. Habs. Abs, abs to win over six and a half goals and Nathan McKinnon to score. If you bet that same game parlay at Bet MGM, you're getting paid 3.6 to one. And if you like Nathan McKinnon, now's the time to bet him in the hard trophy odds. One big night will shift your odds so much, it seems like, all right now in the hard trophy rate, because there is four legitimate contenders. We're oh, two yeah. thirds through the season. There is four legitimate Anybody you bet, anybody a hockey writer would pick, whether it's McDavid, McKinnon, Kucherov, or Matthews right now, is a legitimate option. There's no, oh, bias towards this, bias towards that. No, it's a legitimate case for any four of those players. But Nathan McKinnon's odds were like 1.7 a week or two ago. And now they're 2.85. So I definitely think he's worth a bet in the Hart Trophy odds right now.
0: I do too. I mean, I I still think Nate Mack's going to win this thing. But I agree. It, It Like... I'm Not going to be shocked at the other if any of the other three, you know, Matthews, Kucherov, McDavid win. It's exciting, man. It's exciting. You can even make an argument for for Connor Hellebuck, you can make an argument for so many people, frankly. Yeah, those four that we mentioned are the real, yeah, those are the four horsemen of uh the
1: 2023 24 NHL season.
0: Agreed. Next up, the Washington Capitals are facing the Tampa Bay Lightning. Speaking of hard contenders, Kucherov uh, is in that one as well. That's a good segue, Um, my friend. The lightning need to win big time they desperately need to win
1: they desperately need to win and i think they'll get it i'm taking them actually to have a big win i'm taking them on the puck line minus 1.5 to win by two goals or more against washington and they're paying really good odds 2.25 to 1. i understand people might be a little gun shy of that given they lost their last game at home 4-2 to to the senators following a 9-2 loss to the panthers Nikita Kucherov looks like a man that's pretty ticked off, though. I think he's going to have a game tonight. He was held pointless in the last game. I expect them to respond Tampa in a big way tonight. I I think they'll get the victory, and I I think they'll do it convincingly. Washington is the most inconsistent, unpredictable team ever, it seems like. They're coming off a 6-2 win against the Devils. So you don't know what to expect with them. This is the last game of a three-game homestand for Tampa before they go on a three-game road trip. They don't want to lose three in a row at home before going three in a row three in a row on the road. So I definitely expect a win here. They've taken six of the last eight games between the two. Washington has only one win in the last seven games against teams in a playoff position, which Tampa still holds a playoff spot. So I like a big win for Tampa here. And they've been kind of poor on the road. And although they've lost two straight at home, they've been excellent at home this year. They have the third best home record in the Eastern Conference. So. Take Tampa to win by two, and I'd watch out for Kucherov tonight. I like him in the player prop market to get at least two points tonight. I think he'll have a big night. One point eight five to one over one point five points tonight.
0: I didn't even when we talked about the MVP race. I didn't even mention Kucherov, and it just so it, maybe it's a five person race. Like he, Kucherov's hard odds are at three point seven. I mentioned him I mentioned. You did. Him. Okay, Go you ahead. did. I forgot. Um, 3.75 to one to win the heart, third shortest odds at BetMGM. Look, the table's set for him. If if he if he can help, if this team can make the playoffs and squeeze in, is going to get a lot of votes. I yeah. still don't know if I'm convinced it, he'd win it over Nathan McKinnon though. Not saying yeah. he shouldn't. I just I, I can't see it right now.
1: It's tough. I think Nathan McKinnon. He plays center. He's responsible for a little more. But the only Nathan McKinnon's got a better team. Let's face it. And that's true. They've, both teams have dealt with injuries or omissions from their lineups for different reasons. But I think Tampa is, given their injuries and given their depth, those bottom two forward lines on Tampa are not good. With Sergachev out of the lineup, their bottom four defensemen, beyond Hedman and Chernak, are not very impressive. So if Tampa makes the playoffs and Kucherov wins the Art Ross, there's going to be a lot of guys giving him the votes here. There's going will oh, be yeah. a lot of people giving him the vote. So, three point seven five to one, pretty good odds. Something to consider, that's for sure.
0: No, I I agree. It's uh, that's a there's a the storyline there is really strong. I think if if you're betting on a Kucherov, it, it makes a lot of sense and checks a lot of boxes, even though he is a winger, because what he's doing is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, the New York Islanders are visiting the St. Louis Blues. Um, the line moved a little bit on this one. Hey.
1: It did. Yeah. The over-under line did. It was uh, originally set at 6.5 goals. I guess people looked at these two teams and they're like, these teams can't score. And the line eventually moved to six goals. So I still like the under. Under six goals pays 1.95 to one. Obviously, a lot of people were betting the under, and that's why the line moved. The Blues haven't been scoring of late. They've only managed to score more than two goals once in their last four games. They only have 10 goals in their last four four home games. So at home again tonight, they're averaging 2.5 goals per game at home. Not great. And I think the Islanders may be a little bit too much running gun the last couple of games. They blew a big lead against the Rangers in the outdoor game on the weekend. They lost 6-5. And then they pulled off an overtime victory, a 5-4 overtime victory against the Penguins the other night. I think they'll play a much more detailed game tonight. And I think this one falls under six goals. So that's the bet I like the most here. And interestingly enough, in the future markets, I was looking at odds of both these teams to make the playoffs. Yeah. And I don't know what your thought. The odd St. Louis is in a playoff spot right now, mm-hmm. but they are 3.8 to one to make the playoffs. If you bet on them to make the playoffs, the Islanders are 3.1 yeah. to one. So are you taking one? Are you taking neither? Are you taking both? Jacob Stoller.
0: See, this is tough because the reason it's tough for me is I'm not so sh- I'm not so sure St. Louis is going to sell. Like, I don't know if they're going to trade Bujinovic. I think the price would be high. Um, and whoever getting him would get two runs, all that stuff. Yeah. But the reality is, like, I'm not so sure St. Louis is that much better, if even better, than Minnesota right now. And mm-hmm. I, and that's for me, that's the real tough thing. I think Nashville, even though they have been consistent all year, I don't think Nashville is a viable threat to St. Louis. I just, I, Minnesota's worrying me, man. They're, they're, they're catching up. They're playing amazing hockey. And I think they're probably a way safer lock not to sell Minnesota. They're in it. Whereas St. Louis, I could, and Doug Armstrong's on this in the past, where they were kind of the playoff picture with Paul Stasny. And then once they were like kind of slipping, he punted, traded him to the Jets. So I think Doug Armstrong's going to be waiting to see what he has. But, Wouldn't shock me um, either way with that one. So the Islanders, though, meanwhile, like that, that East, like that, I think if I had to make a verdict right now, I would take the Islanders because the East right now with what the logjam that's there, I think the Islanders are better off than New Jersey right now. And honestly, it's not other realm possibility that they catch the Red Wings. It's not out of the realm. Like, it's not crazy. And I think the big reason for that is Sorokin. Like they have an excellent goaltender that can win them games. And since Patrick Waz took over, he's starting to unleash Matt Barzell. He's got like the most ice time of any forward since he took over. So I'm still on the Isles train. What about you? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think the East is just so. If I was going to take one, I'd take the Blues right now, just because mm-hmm. I think their odds at 3.8 to 1 for a team that's in a playoff position are really good. And the Islanders have to hop a couple teams, and their odds are lower. So based on the value, I'm taking the Blues. Also with the Blues, Bucinavich is a really good player. But to be honest, this Blues team for years, they just have depth. I'm not saying you can plug and, pl- plug and play a guy in Bucinavich's spot, but they got guys as a score. Jake Jake Neighbors, who might win the Cy Young Award this year, I think he's got like 19 goals and like five assists, the NHL Cy Young Award. Like Jake Neighbors is on pace for almost 30 goals, you know? Brayden Shen's not producing at the level – he did last year, but like he's a guy that could produce more. You know, obviously the guy Jordan Kiru and Robert Thomas, and they just got a lot of Tor- Torpachenko. I'm sorry, sure, sorry if I'm butchering, butchering the name. Brandon Saad, Kevin Hayes. They just got depth. So even if they trade somebody for an asset, I just think I don't know if they're gonna make it. But I think at the odds, I take the Blues at three point eight to one. Considering
0: they're in a playoff spot right now, and the path is clear for them too, mind you. Yeah, You're there's right only one spot in the West, though. You know, there might yeah. be
1: two in the East. What, are, what do you think of, you know, depending on what you think of Philly and Detroit? Yeah. There might be three, depending on what you think of Tampa and their injuries. But I think in the West, I think L.A. is a lock. The top six are locks right now for playoff spots. Depends what you think of L.A. if there's seven. I do. So I think there's only one spot. St. Louis has got it right now. But like you said, Minnesota's fighting for it. Nashville's fighting it. But St. Louis has it right now. And they're paying yeah. three point eight
0: to one. I take that value. I agree. I, I agree with your points. Uh, moving on, the Boston Bruins are visiting the Calgary Flames. Uh, that was an electric game last night with the Oilers wow. and Bruins. That was that was great. The Bruins were in an awesome game against the Kings. Uh, what was it yeah. last weekend too? And now this yeah. one was just awesome. Um, I, I mean, good for them to pull that win out. Honestly, like maybe I, the best
1: game in the NHL this season.
0: I, I agree, honestly. Will they carry that momentum against the Calgary Flames?
1: What I'm not sure if they're going to get the win. What I do like here is them to get some goals and the Flames yeah. to get some goals. So the Bruins scored six goals on their own in that 6 5 overtime win over the Oilers yesterday. The over under for this game is set up five and a half goals. I had to refresh my laptop, be like, did I see that right? Five and a half goals. That's a, yeah. They scored six on their own yesterday. No um, so I'm taking the over 1.87 to one in their last three games, the Bruins and their opponents have averaged nine goals per game. So yesterday wasn't a one-off. There's been mm-hmm. more offense from the Bruins game and a little bit kind of not as much attention to detail on defense. Jeremy Swayman started last night. Yep. He's been their number one starter this year. He's been the better goalie. Linus Allmark's in net tonight. So there's another reason why there might be some more goals uh, to look for on the Calgary Flames end. And Calgary's allowed a lot of goals lately too. They've allowed 4.7 goals per game in their last three. So I was stunned at that over-underline. And to be honest, this was pretty like an easy one to me when I saw the line was set at five and a half goals.
0: Yeah, I mean, no kidding. I mean, you're not buying the the Jacob Marks from uh, stealing the game this game. I mean, the whole NHL is watching. It could be a good redemption tour for him.
1: I mean, seeing the way the Bruins played yesterday... I don't think he's not going to let up at least a few goals here, to be honest. Um, so we'll see what happens. Flames have been leaky lately, regardless of uh, who you're going to put in net. I, I don't, six goals, I no problem. No problem here. All they have to do is six goals to hit the over. I, I definitely see it happening.
0: Fair enough. All right. Trauma Beliefs heading to face the Vegas Golden Knights. Morgan Riley is back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Morgan Riley's back, but the Leafs went 5-0-0 with him. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's so, true. Is it a good thing
1: he's back? I'm, I'm staying away from the picking a winner here. I'm going over six goals. Another line, I was surprised it wasn't set at six and a half. Another line I was a little surprised at. Over six goals at BetMGM pays you 1.87 to 1. The Leafs have been in some high-scoring games of late, so I would expect this to be a higher-scoring game. I was kind of surprised at the betting line. Um, and look, Morgan Riley being back for the Leafs is obviously a good thing, a very good thing. But when Morgan Riley went out of the lineup, TJ Brody shifted to the left side and we saw him elevate his play. We saw Timothy Liljegren elevate his play. So I don't know what the pairings are going to look like tonight. That shakeup might hurt them a bit defensively. So that's something to watch out for. On top of that, Martin Jones is going in net tonight because the Leafs are on a back to bed back. While he had a great run there when they needed him, he's been very leaky lately. He's given up 26 goals in his last seven games. That's almost four per outing. He has an 865 save percentage in those those games. So Mm -hmm. I definitely see a lot of reasons to hit the over here. These teams have combined for at least six goals in four of their last five meetings. And yeah, like I mentioned about the Leafs, they've combined with their opponent to score at least six goals in six of their last seven games. So I was really stunned to see that. And of course... You know, one guy is going to score, right? So oh. you got you got you got one on the board already before the game starts. You're starting
0: at one nothing, basically. How can you not hammer Austin Matthews anytime goal scorer like every game now? And the odds, odds are, are good. really good, man. One point 9, nine to one one. Yeah, for him to score
1: any time tonight, he's got goals in six of his last ten. The guy's got eighteen goals in his last fourteen games. It is hard to score in the NHL. It yep. is hard to score in the NHL, and he's just making it seem like. Probably would have had a hat-trick yesterday, except Keith hardly played him in the third period. He played him just over three minutes. Um, and I understand that for playoff purposes, but I figured it's in Arizona. If you saw any of that game yesterday, it was about three quarters Leaf fans. Let the guy go for the high. So I definitely like, love Matthews to score tonight at 1.9 to 1, given his prowess of late, finding the back of the net. Same game parlay, Leafs to win, over five and a half goals and Matthews to score. Pays 4.2 to 1, at least have a 25 and 2 record against the West this year. Mm -hmm. So, taking all that into account, I think that's pretty good to consider. And, Jacob, I might have a bit of a bone to pick with you about what we discussed in the last few weeks about Austin Matthews' hard trophy betting odds. Go on. Well, I think. I think you probably didn't think it was uh, worth a bet or you couldn't see him winning it. His odds have gone down from Mm -hmm. 14 to 1, 11 to 1. He's got the second shortest heart trophy odds right now. He's sitting at three and a half to 1. Only Nathan McKinnon has better odds. Yep. So if you bet Austin Matthews a couple weeks ago in the heart trophy odds, you're laughing. Is he worth the bet right now? He's on pace for 76 goals.
0: Look, it is mental. And I think that. Justifiably, he should be the second in the betting odds right now. What he's gone from having 40 goals to 50 goals in a blink of an eye. No one has done this in the like scoring at this volume in today's era is unbelievable. Him and Reinhardt
1: were kind of neck and neck in the Rocket Richard
0: trophy race a couple weeks ago, and we talked about this recently. We did talk about that and about Sam Reinhardt. Like, yeah, he's kind of there, but I can't see Matthew's not winning it. This is why he's scoring at will. If you watch the NBA. And you watch guys that are just complete gamers and score well, like the best league, like Luka Doncic or, you know, Joel Embiid, guys that you're like, okay, that guy's going to score well. He's going to drop 30. You just know it. They have an it factor. That's what you're seeing with Austin Matthews. And you don't see that in hockey as much, especially from a scoring standpoint, right? Uh, David McKinnon, wow you with speed. And, of course, he scores some great goals all the time and get points. But, like, Matthews, the level of, of lethal that he is right now is something we've never seen in the modern era. I've never yeah, seen it, in my lifetime.
1: It's absolutely incredible that he's scoring at this pace right now. And he's Ovechkin it, well, was
0: never this lethal of a scorer. And I'm, and I will stand by that in the sense that Matthews is creating a lot of his shots. Matthews is, is not just on the flank on the power play. He's scoring at will in every situation. No, it's unbelievable.
1: He picked pick pockets. The reason he scores so many goals is his domination in the offensive zone. When they don't have the puck, he's picking guys, sticks up getting takeaways Putting it to the open person, circling around, finding free space, getting that puck back, hammering it home, and he's not cheating either. He's playing yeah. both sides of the ice, which makes it even more incredible. This guy's a two hundred foot player in every sense, sense of the word. So, you know, I wish people were listening a couple of weeks ago and bet him when he was eleven to one or fourteen to one in the Hart Trophy no odds. But he's down to three and a half to one now. So, mm-hmm. pretty incredible. If you bet him a, a couple of weeks ago, good for you. But yeah, Mm -hmm. there's no way you can't consider this guy if he scores 70 or more goals, which I mean, by his standards, you'd have to go in a bit of a slump, which seems outrageous slumping to score 19 goals in your last 27 games to get to 70. But 60 is basically a lock barring injury right now, which is, I mean, it's just unbelievable.
0: No kidding. Um, Next up, Vancouver Canucks are facing the Seattle Kraken. Second last game we'll get to here. Uh, Canucks are kind of stumbling into this one. Things haven't really gelled. Uh, maybe the manner they would have liked since getting Lindholm. They're figuring some things out. They've lost three straight as well, actually, heading to this one.
1: Yeah, it's the first time all season they've they've lost three, three straight. So I like them to bust out of the slump against the Seattle team. That's not that good this year. So take the Canucks on the money line, paying 1.74 to 1 at BetMGM. They've been in Seattle in four of their last five meetings in Seattle. I don't think talk is going to let this slump go on much longer. They lost a really tightly contested game to Colorado the other night following that insane 10-7 loss to the Wilds, which was just such an aberration. So I think they get back on track tonight. Kraken have been pretty brutal lately. They've lost nine of their last 13 games. They've lost 14 of 25 home games this season. Only four teams in the entire NHL have fewer wins at home than the Kraken. They're facing a very good yeah. Vancouver team who's been very good on the road. So I, I really like the Canucks
0: here. I agree. I mean, the problem with the Kraken is even though how brutal they are, like they're getting saves. They just cannot score. And Demko Demco's not gonna, Demko's not gonna have a, a crap game against a, a Kraken team. Um, Demko's got four to four point one to one odds at MGM to win the Vesna. Is that worth a bet?
1: Yeah, I think it's worth a consideration for sure. Obviously, if the season ended today, Connor Hellebuck's a slam dunk to win the Vesna. But with a third of the season left, we got runway here. Yeah, we've got. runway. Yeah, we got runway, and at, at odds of over four to one, I think it's worth worth a bet. At the start of the year, or up to midway through the year, he was kind of neck and neck with Hellebuck. He fell off a bit, and the, uh, Hellebuck's play hasn't fallen off. But I think at four point one to one odds, I think it's definitely worth a wager.
0: No, I agree for sure. Last game we'll get to. National Predators are visiting the Los Angeles Kings. Two teams that, for different reasons, we would not expect to be in the wildcard race. Kings have a spot. Preds are fighting for one. Uh, If you told us that a couple months ago, we would be shocked, especially this guy who thought the Kings were going to win the Cup. What are you thinking about this one? The Kings, five of their last six wins, they look to be kind of, I'm biting my tongue here, back, I should say.
1: Yeah, I think I think the Kings are back on track since they made the coaching change. So they've been in some really good teams. They've been Boston. They've been yeah. Edmonton. So they've won. They had one really bad game. They lost seven nothing to Buffalo. I don't know what that was. So, um, but they've been in some good teams here, and they're playing committed to defense. I believe now. So I like the under here. Under six goals pays one point eight seven to one. Kings have given up just seven goals total in their last four games. And the Preds have really buckled down since the debacle where they lost 9-2 to Dallas. And, and head coach Andrew Burnett took away their took Locker. away their whatever you want to call it to go to the sphere and watch U two in Vegas. <laughs> they won that game in Vegas. So they've given up only five goals in their last two. I think there's going to be a very competitive game. Yep. Kings are in the playoff spot. is fighting for a playoff spot. I think there's going to be a lot of attention to detail, very few mistakes from two teams that seem to be heeding their words of their coaches recently. So I like the under here at BetMGM, under six goals, paying 1.87 to 1. When they've gone head-to-head, they're usually low-scoring low contests too. They haven't gone over six goals in each of the last three head-to-head contests. So I'm really focusing on the under here.
0: You know, Drew Doughty isn't someone that's concerned about points. He's made that clear in the media. He thinks yes. there's actually too many people in the room that care about their points. That's but right. Doughty, obviously a shutdown defenseman, uh, one of the top of, of the modern era. He's starting to score a bit too recently and contribute offensively, which he always has been able to do, but it's sometimes overshadowed.
1: Yeah, I like Doughty to get on the board with at least one point tonight. Over 0. Okay. 0.5 points, pays 1.91 to 1. He's got points in three straight, gets a ton of ice time. Yeah. I think in these games, as the Kings have played like more important games, more like he's really like, even taking his game to another level, turning back the clock a bit. Um, so I like D- Doughty to get on the board tonight. And I like that a lot. One other thing to watch out for, I don't usually do this, but if you want, I see, if you look at exact score markets for games, which are really, really Whoa. difficult to hit, really, really the you get crazy odds. I see a 3-2 Kings win here. It'll pay Whoa. you 12 and a half to 1 if it hits. I want to tell you to bet over $10 on it, Make A five dollar or twelve dollar bet, and you'll get paid pretty handsomely. I just see that's what I see here 3 2
0: win for the king. So, if that's the case, and we have an empty net at the end of the game, and you're you place that bet, you the anxiety levels are gonna be through the roof, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know what? I can see it too. Why not? That, that's actually, yeah. An but if it's 2
1: 2 and it goes into overtime, you'll be feeling like pretty good.
0: So, that's true, actually. You'll yeah. be feeling amazing. Um, all right. Good stuff, George. Thank you so much, as always. And thank you for listening to the Hockey News Action Show presented by BetMGM. Please bet responsibly, and we'll see you guys next time.